This is a download from the Clinical Audit Support Centre Limited. To find out more, visit www.clinicalauditsupport.com. This podcast focuses on the latest retender news from the Department of Health and is entitled Love Me Tender? Well, not exactly. On the 25th of June 2012, the Clinical Audit Support Centre attended a meeting in London organised by the Department of Health to provide initial information around their forthcoming plans to retender the national and local clinical audit contract. For information and as a reminder, the first five-year contract was awarded to the Healthcare Quality Improvement Partnership, aka HQIP, in 2007. With HQIP's current contract due to finish in March 2013, the purpose of this meeting was to outline the Department of Health's future plans in relation to the retender process. The meeting consisted of a number of short presentations followed by a brief Q&A session. Simon Bennett, Head of Clinical Governance, Clinical Audit and Patient Safety at DH, facilitated the meeting and initially outlined the purpose of the event. He explained that the Department of Health intend to retender the contract for the management of the National Programme of Clinical Audit and Confidential Inquiries, which includes the National Clinical Audit and Patient Outcomes Programme, aka NCAPOP, the Clinical Outcomes Review Programme, aka CORP, and the National Activities to Support Local Clinical Audit. Mr Bennett noted that this initial meeting was intended as a two-way process, enabling the Department of Health to scope potential issues from the supplier side ahead of the procurement process, whilst simultaneously enabling potential contract bidders to discuss the proposed scope of works and gauge affordability. The first formal presentation of the day was given by Carl Walters from the Department of Health Procurement Centre of Expertise. Carl outlined the proposed procurement process in some detail and explained the likely timelines. He envisaged that the official journal of the European Community, OJU advert, will be released in early July 2012 and that the tender duration would last for eight weeks. An additional bidder's day may be held at this point to help clarify any issues and he made it clear that the evaluations will seek to identify the most economically advantageous tender, not simply the lowest cost solution. Mr Walters outlined a number of criteria that the Department of Health will use to ascertain the best value for money bid and his presentation included a number of simple tips and hints that all bidders should seek to follow when working through the procurement process. Once Carl had finished his procurement masterclass, Simon Bennett delivered a formal presentation that incorporated a number of key elements that included 1. A historical overview of this programme of work 2. The background to current Department of Health views on the value of clinical audit 3. A history of the confidential inquiries 4. Results of a recent online survey carried out by the Department of Health before the announcement of the re-tender. Five, and most importantly, the scope of the work programme to be bid for. And six, the draft timeline for procurement activities. The most notable point made by Mr Bennett that will be of great interest to the clinical audit community will be that the Department of Health have taken a very different approach to the re-tender compared with the original tender. 
In 2007, the tender incorporated both national and local clinical audit work programs. However, in 2012, the retender has been split into two lots. They are lot one, which involves providing support for clinical audit in health and social care, essentially the local audit work program, and lot two, management of NCAPOP and CORP, essentially the national work program. This approach highlights a fundamental shift in direction from the Department of Health and it is not entirely clear why the work programme is being chopped into two distinct halves. For information, Mr Bennett made it clear potential bidders can bid for either lot individually or to collectively support both lots. The value of lot 1, local clinical audit, is between £600,000 and £1 million with the value of lot 2 standing at between £600,000 and £1.6 million with a further £12 to £14 million to support the wider running of the Encopop and Corp. Mr Bennett gave a brief overview of the DH online survey that had gained 339 responses. This highlighted continued problems with the implementation of clinical audit, including the need to ensure that audit is methodologically sound, that audit results are available to a wider range of audiences, and the need for a detailed review of the successes and challenges experienced by the NCAPOP to date. Mr Bennett outlined the proposed timeline for the procurement process. As mentioned earlier in this podcast, the retender notice will be issued in early July. The deadline for bids will be mid-September, and the tender evaluation will take place in late September and October. The contract will be awarded to the successful bidder in October, with the formal contract to start from the 1st of April 2013. Incidentally, the contract is for initial three years, with an additional two-year option starting in 2016. Following on from the presentations from DH, Professor Nick Black, Chair of the National Advisory Group for Clinical Audit and Inquiries, known as NAGCAI, gave a brief presentation entitled Past, Present and Future. Professor Black used his presentation to review the state of clinical audit before 2008, namely lacking in representation at the centre, largely neglected compared to research, mixed experiences in trusts and varied quality of national audits. He then went on to outline the structure, members and functions of NAGCAI. Professor Black outlined a number of achievements from 2008 to 2011, including better alignment of clinical audit with related national bodies, a defined role of clinical audit for Department of Health and the expansion of the NCAPOP programme in recent years beyond purely acute national audits focusing on cancer and cardiac care. Professor Black particularly focused on the improved quality of national audits but noted that there is still much work to be done to improve clinical audit in the UK. On this point, Professor Black highlighted the urgent need to 1. Enhance the role of clinical audit staff in trusts 2. Resolve tensions between local and national audit an interesting point given that local and national audit has been separated in the retender process 3. Extend clinical audit work into the social care setting 4. Continue work to improve the quality of national audit and 5. 
enhance methodological development of clinical audit projects. The final short presentation of the day was delivered by Colin Bryant, Chair of the National Audit Governance Group, known as NAG. Colin's presentation provided delegates with NAG members' perspectives on local clinical audit. Colin's presentation effectively served as a wish list from local clinical audit professionals represented by NAG, and it was suggested that local audit professionals and teams would benefit in future from 1. Accredited training in clinical audit for clinicians 2. Wider support in action planning techniques 3. Effective sample sizing methods and 4. An independent and financially supported network of clinical audit professionals in each strategic health authority regional area with access to a dedicated regional clinical audit expert. Following the presentations, audience members were invited to ask questions of the panel members. Interestingly, there were surprisingly few questions asked, and questions tended to focus mainly on the procurement process. In terms of a few observations on the meeting from a clinical audit support centre perspective, we would make the following comments and observations. First of all, we were surprised and disappointed in the small number of delegates who attended the meeting. Given the assumed high profile of clinical audit, we expected a much higher turnout, but there were probably no more than 20 people in the room, excluding presenters. Clinical Audit Support Centre attended the original tender meetings for clinical audit in summer 2007, and upwards of 50 people were present. What does it say given that few companies, universities and healthcare organisations currently appear to be interested in bidding for the retender contract. Perhaps the main surprise of the day was the fact that the retender contract has been split into two lots. There is a well-known saying in clinical audit that goes something along the lines of, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. By chopping the current whole contract up, Department of Health are increasing the workload for potential bidders and themselves. DH pointed out that their online survey asked respondents if the local and national audit functions should be supported by the same organisation. Interestingly, an overwhelming 74% of respondents stated that one organisation should support local and national audit, and yet DH have still chosen to split the existing work programme into two separate lots. More clarity is needed here. Finally, the presentations by Professor Black and Colin Bryant pulled no punches in making it clear that although considerable funds have been made available by DH to reinvigorate clinical audit since 2008, there is clearly a long way to go before clinical audit reaches the promised land at both a local and national level. Whoever wins the retender contract needs to focus on the ongoing problems and issues that have not been resolved. To conclude this podcast, we are delighted to inform you that the Department of Health have agreed to share the slides from the meeting with the Clinical Audit Support Centre, and we will make these available on the Clinical Audit Tools website discussion board as soon as they are available. The discussion board will also be used to update clinical audit professionals with the latest retender news, and the website will be used to stimulate wider discussion. To access the Clinical Audit Tools website, visit www.clinicalaudittools.com
This broadcast was recorded on the 26th of June 2012 and is copyright to the Clinical Support Centre Limited. Reproduction of this download is prohibited. Rebroadcast of this work is forbidden without the expressed written permission of the Clinical Audit Support Centre team.